0: The Chicago White Sox hung on to beat the Minnesota Twins on Monday afternoon. Dylan Cease had to work around three errors behind him, but he went five innings, only issued one earned run. Offensively, the Sox had one big inning, and that was able to hold up thanks to an outstanding performance by the bullpen. Unfortunately, there are more injuries to address as the White Sox look to make it two in a row in Minnesota. With Lance Lynn on the mound. You are Locked On White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hey Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. Uh, we're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked on White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Hello Fresh. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on Hello Fresh to make home, cooking easy, fun, and affordable. Uh, that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MLB60 and use code MLB60 for 60% off uh, plus free shipping. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morowski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox man recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTB locked on White Sox. Is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, uh, your team every day. Hey, our Chicago White Sox are now five and six, uh, still trailing uh, the Minnesota Twins. Uh, we got two more games with them, got off on the right uh, foot on Monday afternoon, beat the Twins in game number 11 on the year, four to three. Uh, we're waiting for the Sox uh, to win a series, win back-to-back games, uh, waiting for the Sox to really put it all together uh, for a stretch. You know, go on a run where the pitching is is going along with the hitting. Everything is synced up. An uh, early series against a division foe uh, and one that uh, is in first place here, Minnesota Twins, of course, it's a good test for our White Sox and should be met with Uh, some urgency, Uh, a great quote by uh, Pedro Graffold that we'll get to a little bit later in this episode. Speaking of urgency, the Sox just got enough on Monday afternoon. And with a depleted Minnesota lineup uh, and Dylan Cease our ace on the hill, it it, it kind of felt like a must win because I'm not too confident with Lance Lynn and Giolito going in games two and three. Needed to kick things off the right way. Uh, and it was a bit of a nail-biter. Uh, but that bullpen, we're going to talk about it later in this episode. Wow, that bullpen stepped up to the challenge uh, on the road in a big way. Uh, Sox offense had this lineup on Monday. T.A., which we'll talk about his injury. Uh, Robert Benatendi, Vaughn, Sheets, Grandal, Alberto playing third base. Colas and Andrus. Uh, no, Johan Mancada. We'll address that injury uh, a little bit. Uh, he had a rough go of things in Pittsburgh. Uh, he fouled off a ball on his foot uh, during that homestand against the Giants, and he just can't, he just hasn't looked right since they were talking about it uh, in the pregame on NBC Sports Chicago. So a day off and maybe a little bit more. Uh, coming into Monday, a Minnesota Twins starter. Kenta Maeda uh, had a record of two and one with an ERA of 5.47 and 24 strikeouts in five appearances uh, versus our Chicago White Sox in his career. Uh, Had not pitched against the Sox since 2021, uh, throwing lots of sliders, lots of stuff ducking out of the zone. Uh, White Sox a bit of a speedster team uh, coming into the game on Monday. 13 for 13 and stolen bases, uh, but the running game was not really a force uh, on Monday. Uh, first inning, Maeda, a healthy dose of sliders, off-speed stuff. Sacks went down in order, no surprise, really. Uh, how will the White Sacks make in-game uh, or in-at-bat adjustments. That was uh, That's what I was thinking early on, especially with Luis Robert Jr. Boy, he cannot lay off uh, those sliders. He had a rough one uh, on Monday. Righties really need to be patient with this type of pitcher. You know, take whatever you can get. Uh, you, it's going to be difficult to try to turn around and, and pull uh, something that's slipping out of the zone. Uh, and he uh, he had some nasty stuff early on. Uh, Second inning, uh, leadoff double by Andrew Vaughn. Sox absolutely love uh, hitting doubles right now. Uh, Sheets unable to advance uh, Vaughn. Uh, Yaz struck out. And Alberto saw only one pitch and flew out. uh, Wasted an opportunity early to get Cease uh, some run support because Cease did look sharp uh, early on for sure. Uh, Third inning, Oscar Colas with a leadoff hit. Back-to-back innings now. The White Sox had a leadoff man on uh, Tim Anderson with a bullet to third base and another force out at second, some leather being flashed by the Twins. Uh, and Robert, second time seeing Maeda, uh, produced a fly out uh, to center field. So Sox with two hits, three strikeouts. And a walk after three innings. Uh, if you watched Sunday's game in Pittsburgh, you started to get that sinking feeling of uh, they couldn't do anything on Sunday. Here we go uh, with a guy that throws a lot of junk. Uh, fourth inning, though, things changed. Thankfully, uh, Minnesota scored a run in the bottom of the third. So it'd been nice if the Sox to get right back up there and attack one on themselves. So Benatendi led off with a single. So three innings in a row that the Sox. Had a leadoff hitter on. Uh, Andrew Vaughn with a deep fly to center field. Sheets with a single to right field. So, second and first with only one out. Yes, uh, Monty Grandal continues to hit the baseball. A uh, third single uh, of the inning to get the White Sox on the board, got that one back. Then Hanser Alberto helped out his own cause. Uh, more on that in a little bit. And hit a three run home run to left field, his first of the year making it 4-1 Sox. Uh, It was really great to see the Sox adjust to what Maeda was doing and and not try to do too much, peppered him with some singles, and then Alberto found something he could drive and redeemed himself uh, from what he did on the defense side. So five hits, four runs uh, in that inning. Maeda at 61 pitches after four And that was really it for the White Sox, that big fourth inning. Uh, Fifth through the ninth, you had a a Grandal double, and and that was about it. That one big inning. Uh, Sox are going to have games like this. Uh, Thankfully, you know, Cease was able uh, to bend that break, and the bullpen was just absolutely outstanding. Sox offense, four runs, eight hits. Uh, Within those eight hits, uh, three of them were for extra bases. Uh, Sacks were two for seven with runners in scoring position. Grandal, two for four with an RBI. uh, And Alberto, that big three-run home run, uh, his first uh, of the year. Uh, Dylan Cease, man, he had to throw far more pitches than needed because of some rough defense behind him. Uh, Sacks bullpen turned in another solid performance to help get the win. Uh, More on that. In a moment, today's episode is brought to you by So Rare. Hey, our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Uh, unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience. Collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. Head to so rare.com slash locked on. That's spelled S O R A R E dot com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. Dylan Cease got his third start of the year, his previous start. Uh, against the San Francisco Giants. Uh, he definitely had a battle in that start. We found out he had a bit of a head cold, a man, a- able, was able to manage. It was the only game the Sox won of that series. Uh, Minnesota did not have Buxton uh, in their opening lineup, uh, Gallo, Kepler, Correa. Uh, so you've got to take advantage. We're looking at this depleted Minnesota lineup, and we've got our ace on the hill. Uh, we've got to scratch a win off today. Uh, Dylan Cease looked sharp early on, struck out the side. Uh, Speeds and eye level being mixed up nicely. Uh, Knuckle curve, fastball slider, all working early on. 14 pitches. uh, And now I'm wondering, can Minnesota uh, make adjustments? Uh, Cease has done really well against the Twins uh, lately. Uh, Second inning, Twins, uh, they made an announcement. I think it was Benetti or maybe it was Steve Stone. The Twins had only stolen one base all year. So I feel like we're seeing an uptick uh, in teams aggressively running. And the, the the rate of stealing bases, the percentage, I believe, is, is up there. It's high. Uh, but the Twins, not a running team. So uh, Dylan Cease might not have to worry about that. Uh, sitting around 95 miles per hour in the second, uh, Elvis Andrews was throwing some leather in that particular inning. Really difficult backhanded pick. Uh, Things would be different later in the game for him Uh, to get an inning-inning force out at second base. Only 19 pitches uh, after two. I'm sorry, 19 pitches in the inning. 33 total uh, for Dylan Cease after two. In the third, uh, after a ground ball that uh, Tim Anderson could not get to, uh, a really nice job by Dylan Cease fielding his own position. He was able to field a bunt. Uh, quickly throw a dart to second base to get the lead runner. Uh, there was a base hit, uh, then a hit batter. So bases loaded, two outs. Cease is hitting 97 miles per hour at this point. Uh, he got ahead in the count, 02. A ground ball hit right to Alberto at third, and it completely ate him up. A run scored. Uh, one nothing twins. Uh, Cease forced to throw more pitches. Base is still loaded. Uh, Cease just did it himself and got a strikeout to prevent any more damage. After three innings, two hits, one run, zero earned run, four strikeouts and a walk for Dylan Cease. Uh, in the fourth, the White Sox just put up that big four spot in the bottom half of the third. It would be nice to see a quick inning uh, from Dylan Cease. Not necessarily the case. Uh, another hit batter, a walk to Vasquez, so second and first with one out. Just a horribly executed rundown that started with Alberto double clutching, throwing to second for a force. It really should have just been a bang, bang, double play. Uh, in this rundown, uh, Minnesota. one of the Minnesota runners completely levels uh, T.A., he goes down grabbing his knee. So you've got second. He stayed in the game at that point. Sec, uh, third and second, two outs. Uh, and on cue, you just knew it was going to happen. Minnesota uh, makes the Sox uh, pay. Uh, Larnick drives in a run. It was 4-2 White Sox. Mental mistake there on Hanser, Alberto. I don't know what he was necessarily thinking and why that rundown needed to happen. By the way, it was a horrible rundown. Uh, that shouldn't even have been a case. That should have been a double play, uh, but, uh, damage was somewhat limited, uh, more on that a little bit later, fifth inning cease with 69 pitches on his arm, entering the inning, uh, Dylan sees, you know, he did not have his best stuff during the inning, but he was ab- able to battle starting to break down a little bit. He was still catching hitters off guard with his off speed stuff, which still worked. And that's the thing when Cease might not have his sharpest stuff, or he's not able to pinpoint it like he would like to. Fastball's flying out of the zone a little bit. Slider is not hitting the corner. Uh, he's got enough movement, and he changes, continuing to change eye levels to keep hitters off balance. He was doing that. Uh, however, he had to keep pitching around errors. He had to pitch around an Elvis Andrews error at second uh, and a ball that went completely right past Dylan uh, uh, Gavin Sheets. Uh, Coloss came in from right field. The throw was coming in from the outfield and it was cut off by, for some reason, if he would have let that go, they might've got the runner at home. It was four, three twins at this point, three infield errors behind Dylan Cease. Uh, Scott Merkin uh, tweeted something out that he guessed maybe 15 extra pitches needed to happen due to the problematic uh, defense. Bottom of the sixth, this is when it started to get really interesting with our bullpen. Uh, Jimmy Lambert came in. He was mixing things up nicely. High uh, fastball, 95 miles per hour to get a strikeout. Uh, And then the second out, knuckle curve at 77 miles per hour. Lambert continued to impress, uh, held things at a 4-3 Sox lead. Uh, Bottom of the seventh, it was Graveman. Uh, Nice communication out in the outfield uh, with Luis Robert. I believe it was Romy Gonzalez running out there for a short fly ball. Uh, And we've seen collisions happen by this White Sox team, especially last year. And Romy Gonzalez peeled off. That's Robert's ball 100% of the time as he is coming in from center field. He was also shaded very well. Uh, good research done of how they were going to be pitching to Minnesota. There was a ball that looked like it could have been in the gap, and Robert was placed perfectly for that. Uh, Graveman had a lot of movement on his slider, uh, hitting corners and dipping out of the zone. That was good to see. Uh, eighth inning, it was Aaron Bummer. Uh, Buxton now came in to pinch hit. He wasn't in the starting lineup. Uh, struck him out on a nasty slider. I'm just thinking no walks, don't let anybody on, uh, hit a uh, batter, though, unfortunately. It was the third for the Sox in the game, and then some outstanding range by Romy Gonzalez, who came into play second base. Uh, excellent stretch by Berger, who is now at first base. You got two outs. Lopez came in with a runner on third, and this was the sequence. He went uh, a ball high at 100 miles per hour. A ball low, a slider low at 88. So he is behind in the count. And then you've got a fastball falled off at 100 miles per hour. Fastball fouled off 99. So now the count is even, two and two. And then a 90 mile per hour slider to get the strikeout. It was a gutsy sequence. Uh, that is different. This stuff that we're seeing from Lopez is different this year. Uh, and I just, th- 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 these are confidence boosts, uh, especially in that situation, that jam. Well, the ninth inning was all his too. So Lopez going for that four out save strikeout on an 86 mile per hour slider. You got the shadows now covering the home plate area. 89 uh, mile per hour slider. Fastball is still at a hundred nasty stuff flying out of the zone. Uh, Hitters just cannot check up such a difference from a few years ago where his stuff was just straight. He had velocity on his stuff, but there was no movement, and he caught so much of the zone, not the case right now. Uh, Pitch clock issues for Lopez a little bit good on Yaz for calling a timeout. Got a ground out to third base. You got two outs, nobody on, still that one-run lead, and then painting the corner with a 100-mile-per-hour fastball. And then some high gas at 100. Absolutely mercy. Uh, White Sox get the win. Final line for Dylan Cease. Five innings, three hits, three runs. Again, only one earned run. uh, Two walks, six strikeouts. He threw 98 pitches. Uh, His ERA sits at 1.65. And another solid showing for the bullpen. Four innings, one hit, zero runs, zero walks, and seven strikeouts you know a lot has been made uh, lately about hey it's early it's only a, it's only 10 uh, 11 games in you know like it's this is early there was a an article written by Daryl Van Scoven in the Chicago Sun Times and uh, just an outstanding quote uh, this was a post game quote from uh, monday's game and this is what grafall had to say i don't like that term early it's not early it's a major league baseball game that we've got to win whether it's april 1st or freaking september something i love that ah i'm going to print that out and hang that somewhere that is what i've been waiting for and i love that he said that address that hey, these count just as much as they do in late September. Get them now while we can. Minnesota had a depleted lineup. Take advantage of that. We got our ace on the hill. Love that quote from Grafol. Grafol's view of his team after 11 games, we're talented, we're hungry, we've just got to put it all together. The effort has been great. That's really the biggest thing. That's the only thing I'm concerned with. And I haven't seen any issues there. If we keep showing up like we are, good things are going to happen. As Graffole said, this uh, win wasn't textbook on Monday and there are injuries to deal with now. Uh, but there were gutty performances, Grafol said. Cease battle through adversity, which a few errors led him to find himself in a little trouble. Uh, He made great pitches when he needed to make them after the errors. Uh, So yeah, more injuries to make note of and a pair of new arms uh, in the bullpen to get to know uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, Grand slams, no hitters and double plays are back and there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel. FanDuel. America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Uh, just go to fanduel.com slash locked on, sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Uh, just go to fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Some news, notes, and injuries, unfortunately. Uh, Tim Anderson left Monday's game with knee soreness after that bizarre rundown collision. Uh, Graffole on Anderson, he felt a little bit of pain when it happened. He felt like he could play through it. Uh, and it stiffened up on him a little bit. He's getting further evaluated tonight, but we'll see how that plays out. I'm optimistic. Uh, and then Mancada did not play on Monday, and this is what Pedro Grafola had to say on Mancada: A little back soreness, kind of the same thing that got him in the spring a little bit. He's day-to-day, uh, 10 or 11 games in. We have to Uh, Nip that in the bud quick rather than trying to grind through pain. That's not the right thing to do. And then prior to the game on Monday, uh, this is a bizarre situation uh, and an unfortunate one for sure. Uh, White Sox placed right-hand pitcher Joe Kelly on the 15-day injured list retroactive to April 9th with a right groin strain. And apparently, Joe Kelly tweaked his groin while running onto the field on Sunday's bench-clearing situation in Pittsburgh. Uh, that is uh, what I've been hearing. Okay, uh, White Sox selected the contract of right-hand pitcher Kenyon Middleton from Class AAA Charlotte and outrighted uh, right-hand pitcher Jonathan Stever to Charlotte. So White Sox acquired Middleton in January. Uh, He's 29 years old, was drafted by the Angels, and spent the first few seasons of his career there. He seemed to be establishing himself as a quality relief option in 2017 and 2018, making 80 appearances over those two seasons with a 3.43 ERA. Unfortunately, he required Tommy John surgery midway through the latter campaign, putting him out of action for over a year. He pitched well enough in the minors in 2022 to get back into the big leagues, but his 18 appearances for the Arizona Diamondbacks resulted in a 5.29 ERA. Uh, Middleton in spring training this past year for the White Sox, eight games, uh, nine innings, gave up 10 hits in those nine innings and seven uh, runs. Uh, I forgot to mention this. So there was so much going on in the previous episode with the weekend series in Pittsburgh, but uh, at the beginning of uh, that Pittsburgh series in Friday, and I'm sure you you heard all about this, White Sox designated right-hand uh, reliever Jose Ruiz, uh, and uh, Schultens was a guy that they brought up. They purchased the contract of right-hand uh, pitcher Jesse Schultons from AAA Charlotte Uh, Schulten saw some action uh, immediately during the Pittsburgh series and pitched pretty well. Uh, The White Sox also signed former closer Alex Colomay to a minor league contract. Colomay, who was in the Nationals camp this spring after signing a minor league deal, uh, will be activated at Charlotte uh, this past weekend that happened. Colome, 34 years old, made four scoreless appearances in his last four outings with the Nationals in spring training, but was reassigned to minor league camp and released last week. Uh, Now, Jose Ruiz, uh, that was a quick hook for him, allowed three home runs over his last two appearances and allowed nine runs on eight hits and four walks while striking out three over four relief appearances so far this season. Uh, is uh, he owned a 4.56 ERA over 68 games with the White Sox? So then on Sunday, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks announced that right-hander Jose Ruiz had been acquired from the White Sox in exchange for cash considerations. Uh, thank you, MLB trade rumors. Um, Tuesday, White Sox go for their first uh, back-to-back win uh, series. And, and, and that would be the series win as well. So we could do it all in one game. First time they win back-to-back games and we could win a series. If Lance Lynn shows up, uh, he is off against Pablo Lopez for the Minnesota twins. Lopez, uh, this year, one and O with a 0. 0.73 ERA, uh, 12 and a third innings this year, 16 strikeouts. He of course came over to the twins, uh, for Luis Rise uh, from the Miami Marlins. So Lopez has really not much experience at all against our Chicago White Sox, which is, could be good or bad. How many years have we seen White Sox struggle against pitchers they have never seen or heard of before? Uh, Lance Lynn looks to bounce back from an ugly outing against the San Francisco uh, Giants last week where he went four in a third innings, uh, nine hits, eight earned runs, three home runs, three walks and five strikeouts. Lance Lynn is two and two with an ERA of 4.50 and 37 strikeouts and eight appearances against the Minnesota Twins in his career. Lynn faced the Twins three times last season, 0-2, 15 total innings pitched, 24 hits in those 15 innings, 15 earned runs, five home runs. In those three starts, hopefully, it is indeed a bounce back performance for Lance Lynn, and the White Sox can make it two in a row against the first place uh, Minnesota Twins. Folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. Uh, you can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. Uh, we are on Twitter at Lockdown Socks. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore. Uh, GGTV. hey don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel uh, pass that along to other white sox fans in your life i do appreciate that uh, thanks for making Lockdown white sox your first listen for your second listen uh check out lockdown fantasy baseball win your league by listening to matt and Dom every day as they bring you the very best fantasy draft strategies find lockdown fantasy baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube part of the lockdown podcast network your team every day. Hey, on the next episode, I'll recap Lance Lynn's outing as the White Sox look to make it two in a row. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morawski. Until next time, go Sox.